Hi, I'm Jake Cornell. I'm a comedian in New York City, and for the past 10 years, I've been living and breathing the restaurant industry. This is a show where I'll be talking to comedians, actors, bartenders, chefs, and restaurant owners about all things going out. We'll talk about restaurants, bars, staying in, drinking, not drinking, and whatever else we want. This is Going Out with Jake Cornell. Jake again. If I sound even better than I have in the past, it is because I am now speaking to you from the new Vine Pair Studios, which is a true blessing for me. This place is soundproofed to high hell, and I'm loving it. Very, very happy to present this week's episode. Uh, This episode is with a friend of mine who is a comedian, but we connected through our shared love of restaurants, drinking, going out, all the good stuff. Um, She is a true connoisseur of restaurants in New York City. Um, She's one of the few people I know who, and you'll hear this in the episode, but while having not worked in the service industry directly, I think she has earned the stripes of being someone with industry cred. Um, She's one of the few people I would trust if someone was like, hey, I want to find a restaurant for tonight and I didn't have time, I would be like, ask this person. Um, She also has an incredible show happening now through June 4th at the Cherry Lane Theater. It is a very important show and a very hilarious show that I saw two nights ago and absolutely adore called Oh God, A Show About Abortion. Um, And the show is heartfelt and so funny and so frankly important. Um, And I can't recommend it enough. So pause this episode really quick. Go buy your tickets. It's only running through June 4th for now. So get a ticket while you can and then come back and listen to me going out with Allison Leiby. There we go. Are we recording? Okay, absolutely stunning. Okay, so I just think we need to dive right in because I, what I really respect about you is I think you are the only <laughs> other comedian in New York I know that is like as vocal as I am about like, oh, I do this so I can go to restaurants yes. and I do this so I can go to bars yes. and that's the arrangement. The, like <laughs> every single penny I have earned from writing for television is for dining out. The joke you have, the joke you haven't, I don't, the joke I've seen you do multiple times that is one of my favorite jokes that is said in New York about not eating teeth. The dentist, yeah. jo- that joke, I don't want to spoil it in a case, go see Allison live. She's absolutely fucking hilarious. It's one of my But favorites. I've never... I was like, that's, I've never felt more seen by a joke in my life. Like, and I was like, okay, so that's, she gets it. I spend, I like, my accountant like does all my stuff for me. And like, sometimes she'll just be like, wow, you really go out to eat a lot. And I'm like, One of my credit- I live in New York City. Like other, <laughs> if I lived in Tampa, no, I probably would not. Absolutely not. I gotta. Sorry, Tampa. <laughs> the, no, Tampa. I do love your selling sunsets spinoff though. I um, watched going to. You, okay. So really block off a Sunday, like mm-hmm. when you're really hungover and mm-hmm. just do it. It'll be Ooh, good. It I builds. It. it really builds. Yes. Um, the what was I gonna say? Oh, one of my credit cards did a thing like apropos of n- like no request of me. It was like, hey, here's a breakdown of your spending, and it was like ninety eight percent restaurants. And I, I was mean, like, I didn't ask for this. Like, don't do that to me. Why would you do that? That's so my my credit card sent me like in late January. They were like, your twenty twenty one year in review. I was I was like a statement. Like <laughs> you're not Spotify. Like twenty twenty one wrapped fiscally. They're like you loved. Spending money you don't have. <laughs> and also buying clothes you can't afford. <laughs> oh, see, that's okay. So I'm entering a phase right now where it's like I'm starting to realize that I need to care more about my clothing because mm-hmm. like I'm doing mm-hmm. shows yes. and I'm like, okay, I've already been photographed in these six outfits, yes. which were my six outfits. Yes. And so now I'm like, okay, but I do spend all my money at restaurants. So who's paying for these clothes? Yes. Like that's and truly where I'm at. You have to really start siphoning off some stuff for cashmere and denim, you know, a little uh, bit of, you know. Yeah, I don't, I'm really, every day I leave this studio, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll just walk downtown and I'll buy some clothes for the summer. And I end up <laughs> such eating. such a weird task. I'm like, well, because I'm just very aware of the fact that I have no clothes for this summer. I, I have none. Every time I get to like April, I'm like, God damn it. No, it's so <laughs> like, bad. How do I do this? No. I hate it. I hate, like, I want to be like layered and layered and layered and layered and all of the sweaters. I just, 
I am a different waist size every year mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. one of three inches. It's like either it's somewhere between a 30 and a 33 and every mm-hmm. year it changes and it always falls in some sort of order that by the time I return to a waist size, I have lost all of those shorts. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So yes. now I'm at this place where I really don't have a single pair of shorts to wear mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't have any light shirts. So it's, I'm it's in, just it's, being on stage in the hot weather is, I, I would say my least favorite thing to do. <laughs> I'm always sweating. Just always. I'm sweating now. It's like yeah, 32 no, degrees outside. Absolutely. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's, and just knowing when someone, there's nothing worse than being like, maybe there won't be a photographer at this show. And then you get there like, oh, uh, no, two. And it's videoed. Amazing. Cool. <laughs> Before every single show had photographers at it, there, I used to do a show at UCB where like off the like wife of one of the hosts was a photographer. So she was there a lot and I was like guest hosting, but she was still there for some reason. And I was like, we don't need photos of this, but it was pouring rain and I had run <laughs> from like Houston to UCB East. So like on like third and A and I was, just dr- I like I looked like I climbed out of a pool mm-hmm. and I got on stage immediately. I'm dr- like water is dripping off of me and she like posts all these photos and I was like, can we not? So that was I think what well, at least we've transitioned into a space now where I you're sent a Google Drive and then yes. you get to post because it used to be like, hey, I've uploaded a public Facebook album of yes. all. No outtakes. I didn't edit. I didn't even do selects of the best. Mm -hmm. I uploaded Mm -hmm. 120 photos of last night. And some of them are carnage to you and your personal appearance. Like, I know the faces I make on stage are effective for comedy, but I wouldn't say they're effective for my self-esteem. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Just Uh, like my head recedes into my neck in a lot of different points. And you were doing stand-up. Imagine what I saw when I was in my improv days. No. Hell, Mm -mm. violence Mm -mm. to myself. that's violence. No, it was really bad. Okay, wait. So let's talk, move back away from comedy. Yes, sorry. No, never apologize. But no, it's impossible. No, people should apologize for talking about comedy. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, What was your, when did you, have you always been addicted to restaurants? So like I grew up an extremely picky eater. Which is wild because I okay, am a very adventurous eater. Shocking currently. to me. Okay, yes, I was a picky eater. Where not are you from? Maryland. Okay. So like I like ate crab at five, um, very happily, um, but like didn't like tomato sauce. Like, okay, was one of those like yep. weird. Like I definitely like I like I always grew up liking a lot of vegetables, which I think is like very helpful for yes. like dining out because you know. Vegetables are good when they're prepared by other people. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, so I was like a picky eater, and I think it was like college when that switched. Like we went out when I was younger. Like we would go out to eat. I liked going to restaurants, but it wasn't like this is the best thing ever. I can't wait to try a new food. I was just like, are there chicken fingers here? Which is still a thought I have when I go out sometimes. Absolutely. Oh, chicken fingers are always the move. Like, just let's just admit they're good, and that adults can eat them whenever they want. No, sometimes if I'm sad, the only thing that's going to fix it is honey mustard. <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. And if a it's really bad, yeah. Applebee's honey mustard is, is the wow, best. Wow, that it's the best honey mustard on the market. See, like knowing those little things—that's important. Yeah. Um, but like maybe in college was when I, you know, college is where you like learn how to explore the world a yes. bit more. Where'd I feel you go? Like I went to Cornell. Sorry. Okay. Um, and. <laughs> Just so gross to have to say. It At sometimes. least it's not you weren't like in Ithaca, like you know. <laughs> okay, but I like do that sometimes. I'm like, oh, I went to school upstate, and people are like, where? And then I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> like I'm like, just say it. Yeah, <laughs> just say it. Um, so like, kind of explored the world of like, you know, it, it was Ithaca, so it's not like it was like downtown Manhattan. Totally. Um, but there were like some restaurants there that were like, you know, there's a famous vegan restaurant up there, Moosewood, that's okay. like very good. Um, and so like, I were very, I haven't eaten there in 20 years, um, (laughs) which is a crazy number to get to say. Um, but then like when I moved to the city, I was like, the point of living here is to like do it. And like, I instantly started being like, I'm going to spend money at restaurants that I don't have and not eat for the rest of the week. Like that becomes like such a thing you do. I was like, I'm going to have half a bagel for lunch and the other half for dinner. And then on (laughs) Friday I get to go to sushi samba yeah <laughs> so, absolutely. you know what i mean like a t- terrible way to live but when you're 24 you can yeah absolutely did you ever work in restaurants i didn't i was okay. like a retail person i not someone a restaurant person i'm what's impressive to me is as someone who has served you working in a restaurant you i would guess you have you carry yourself in a really pro- like oh, thank um, you. <laughs> professional in terms of like being industry professional but i think yeah. that means you're really professionally going to restaurants yes, i'm professionally dining out um <laughs> but also like i've worked in service but in retail not in food service Which, so it's this like there's a, i know there's a lot that's different but there's some just like general like the respect is the there. respect like uh-huh. i don't know how many times when i was like working at nordstrom after college and people were so rude and disrespectful and i'm like i just 
graduated from Cornell. Fuck off. <laughs> Not sure if I'm allowed to I swear to, on this. Oh, so. swear away. Great. Absolutely. I have a filthy mouth. Um, but yeah, and also like my best friend is a pastry chef and worked in fine dining here for years and like. I would go out with her a lot. And so like there is kind of like a like friend of vibe that No, I you're part like. of the world at that point. Yeah, if you're I going so. out with industry people, I think you start to figure it out. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I really all I want, I remember like what back when she was at I forget what restaurant she was at, but we would go to Diner in Williamsburg a yes. lot. And the like very hot, cool lesbians that worked at the bar. Like all I want, like I, we would sit at the bar and get drinks and I'm like, do you think they like us? Like, <laughs> I just want them to like us. Like no. not like be friends. Like I'm not interested. Like I just want them to think I'm also cool, which like, no, no, not even close to that level. The, Yeah. Even I've never worked at like the coolest restaurant. Mm-hmm. I worked at like the fanciest spots, and then I worked at like a place that was very practical for me. And then mm-hmm. I guess my last restaurant, Kindred, was yeah. cool. Yeah, but Kindred, Kindred was cool. Kindred is Kindred is still around, and Kindred oh, is right, very right. cool. But Kindred wasn't like it Hip. was. It's not like the everyone there is nice. It's not like cool. Not that the people at Diner aren't nice, but like I don't think anyone walks into Kindred and is like intimidated by the coolness. Yes, yes. And yes. those places, I'm like, I could never work here. Like but I don't Kindred know what it is. Really good. And now I'm like, oh, I want those white beans. They're so they're so good. good. Everything at Kindred is so good. Delicious. Yeah. And like mm, just like exactly how I want to eat. Lots of small plates of stuff. Yes, exactly. But not small plates. You know. No. <laughs> capital S, capital P. Yes, I wanted to. I was we. I went to Bonnie's last night. Have you been? I haven't been yet. Okay, yeah. And I, really I know you're out. existing in the annoying place that I was until last night, which is every single person you meet is telling you to go. It's to like Bonnie's. go to Bonnie's, and I'm like, I know, I know, I'm going to, but also like I am because I live um, in a neighborhood I describe as south of Barclays um, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like Northern Borum Hill or like Southern Borum Hill, like almost Gowanus. It's just Fourth Avenue. Um, yeah. I live on Fourth Avenue. Like Williamsburg is such a pain for me. I mean, it's right off the G, though. You can get... Oh, it's off the G? Oh, I could do that. I guess Bonnie's isn't... I think... Because last night, what we did was we went to Bernie's first for drinks and then walked to Bonnie's. I also often mix those two up, and I'm like, I don't know which one you're talking about, but I haven't been to either yet, and it's kind of rude. I'll <laughs> go to Bernie's with you immediately. Yes, Bonnie's great. is hard to get into, but we'll go to Bernie's immediately. Okay, great, Bur- great. Bonnie's is Cantonese Chinese. Right. And they Bernie's, do, like, their, like, McRib, like, imitation. Which is psychotic. Which is, it's yeah. psychotic. Okay, great. Um, and then Bernie's is Italian. No, Bernie's is um like elevated diner, like mozzarella oh, sticks, okay. yes, burgers. Yes, yes. That's, yeah, mozzarella sticks are what I've seen people posting on Instagram. I guess there I'm is like, like I want mozzarella. I guess there is there chicken is. parm, so it is like Italian. That's what's getting me. Yeah, it's like Italian American diner, whatever. Yeah. It's really fucking good. I want everything to have cheese on it. Yeah, oh, there. I don't think there's a cheeseless dish at, at Bernie's. Perfect. That's that's how you know a restaurant is good. They're yeah. like Diet Coke. It has cheese in it. <laughs> Great, I'll drink it. <laughs> what are your favorite spots? Let's just get into that. Oh God, it's so hard. I mean, it depends. Like different restaurants, like certainly like satisfy different moods. My like go to place in the neighborhood that I go to, my neighborhood go to is Rucola, which is like not a I've cool. Been dying to go there though. It's like not cool, and it's not like it's good, but like there's I'm I'm never like oh my God, this is the, but like they have a salad that is so important to my existence. See, but I feel like I've heard everyone. I feel like everyone who lives in your neighborhood says this about rucola. And yes. that's why I want to go. Cause I'm like, the oh, there's salad. something special. Yeah. And like every, it, it is just like the perfect neighborhood place. Like I went, I was just home uh, in Maryland for two weeks and my dad had heart surgery. He's fine. It's like great. But I was like there Good. to support and help and just in case. Um, but then I came home after two weeks of being with like just my parents and like mostly just my mother. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I had, you know, four gin and tonics on the train. And then <laughs> I got off the train and like called Rucola while I was like walking from the subway back to my, I had a bag and I was like, should I even drop this off? And I'm like, it's such a small restaurant. Drop it off. Um, <laughs> um, and I was like, do you have any space at the bar? Cause like they fill up very, it's a very tiny restaurant. It's very popular in the neighborhood. And they were like, yes, we have a seat. We'll hold it for you. And I was like, thank you. And I like walked over and just had like this big, they have this escarole salad. And it's like, I, fucking love escarole. I love escarole. It is escarole, really good feta and like Marcona almonds. God damn it. And then it's in this honey lemon lavender vinaigrette. And it's just like super simple. And like, it's mostly just a bowl of greens, cheese and nuts. Yeah. And it's so good. And I think about it all the time and I've never been there and not gotten it. And I have like, tried to go just to get salad sometimes like I've like I, I got it at 3 p.m. once because they like do kind of an all-day vibe and Great. I was just like I'll just have a three o'clock salad like <laughs> I'm in charge of my life <laughs> escrow I'm gonna say this with absolute certainty escrow is the most underrated of the salad I places. agree it's, I agree it's you you can you buy it at a supermarket like I don't think I've like I've seen it sometimes but like I'm also like 
sometimes when I see it, I'm like, is this the same thing? Like, it doesn't, the no. greens confuse me. There are many and they are complicated. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. I worked at Rosemary's for four years. Oh, yes. And they have an escarole salad that was um, really important to me. Yeah. Really I mean, like, important finding me. a good salad is such a important part of life. Like, yes. having a good salad, like, that you know, like, when I go to this place or when I really crave a vegetable like that, like, it's just like, there's nothing like it. Like, and also like a mediocre salad. You're like, I mean, please, I can't. It's too much. No, because salads have to be incredible or they're out. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. But So when you find one that's truly satisfying and delicious, you're like, this feels safe. Especially because it's like, I mean, not to get too heady about it, but it's like when you're someone who eats a lot and goes out a lot, you're kind of constantly living with this guilt of like, I treat my body like shit. Right. So like, yes. Having a salad that you're like, I don't even have to feel bad about this. Right. Right. So like I ate that salad and then I had like a giant bowl of like rigatoni bolognese and it was well, so there you good go. yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. just like and then like a cocktail a wine several Amaros for some reason <laughs> um, just like and they're like do you want some pudding and I'm like of course I want pudding like I always want pudding they have good dark chocolate pudding with olive oil and whipped cream and sea salt I have to go you have to go you'll yeah, love it you'll love it so that's like a good I think that's the restaurant I've eaten at like the most in the last like five years because good. it's near where I live yeah Um, I'm trying to think of other amazing places that I go Anyway, it's so hard in the last two years. It's like things are a little different. No, I, I recently finally um, broke my, I, I went to Thai Diner. Okay, so you're the second, so Thai Diner's in Ubani's for me, where it's every single guest on the podcast mm. saying like, you have to go to Thai Diner. You have to go and to Thai I, Diner. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with our most recent guest, Susan Kim. I think we're going to go. You should go with as many people as you can as She you can actually said that too. She was with. like, large party. We went, I went with my friend Natasha and um, our friend Judy Kim, who's a food stylist. Like, I like, I feel like because my friend Natasha is in the industry, yeah. she also then has like this huge breadth of industry friends who are all wonderful. And then I used to write for Eater. So like my old editor was in town. And like, so like we all, we like, there were like six or seven of us okay. like jammed into that weird, like, you know, the mobile homes that are outdoor dining. And like, it's just like, so, like the tables are kind of small and we got literally like one of everything and it's a giant menu and there are some underrated things on that menu. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard it's... The cabbage. Cabbage is having its A moment. moment. Cabbage is having a moment. Cabbage I'm is having gonna a say huge moment. It started with Helen Rosner and the schmaltzy. Was it? Was she the one who does the schmaltzy chicken over cabbage, that like popular recipe? I think she, yeah, yes, I think so. I think it's her, um, which I've made and is incredible and highly recommend to everybody. I, yeah, I went to Kings County Imperial for the first time recently, <gasps> so which good. it's not new. I'm late to the game. I know. It's so good. But like, and it's so good. But one of my favorite things was like the free pickled cabbage they put at the beginning of the table. Yes. I was like, this is so good. It's so good. I went, I went there recently after a show and with two other people and we just ordered like, and I love like, I love a lazy Susan moment, you know? Oh, living for a lazy Susan. mm, I want one in my home, but I eat by myself all the time. (laughs) So it's just like me moving things around. (laughs) Wait, okay. This brings up my next question, which is like, how do you, so not just specific to restaurants, but like in general, like how do you like to go out? I mean, I like a small group, Mm -hmm. like me, like between either two people, like me and someone else, or like up to four. I think four is my like limit where I'm like, I'm no longer having the kind of night I would like to have, but also I've had plenty of fun dining with more Absolutely. Than four people. I like bopping around and doing, you know, it's like, let's get a glass of wine here and then let's go over here and get, you know, food, food. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like, but sometimes it's like, we also got fries at the first place, but then we're going and we're going to get like a couple more things. Like I love to be like, let's share an entree and get two different appetizers to share too. Like yeah. I'm a sharer. Like Same. I'm like, it's crazy to me when people, I mean, there are times when it happens and I do it, but like to order a dish and eat it entirely by myself when the option to have two dishes, I just I don't feel know the why. same and I just respect it. Like I'm definitely like, oh, like literally order everything for the table. And yeah, I do have same. like, I recently clocked one friend. I was like, oh, you don't like that I do that. He was kind of like, what if mm. we did entrees for ourselves? And I was like, oh, oh. I'm going to put it in my head that I'm going to, and I respect that because it's totally. like, I'm not going to enjoy sharing if you're not into it. Right. But I'm a sharer down. I want to share everything. I want to share everything. Like it's just, there are certain things more fun for absolutely. me. Absolutely. There are certain things where I'm like, like, for example, like, are you a Miss Ada girl? Of course. Okay, so like for me, I ate there by myself and spent like two hundred and thirty dollars. I really respect that. I really respect. I think I spend more when I'm by myself. I mean, I guess that makes sense because I'm like, I'm getting the same amount I would get if I was with somebody. Absolutely, but I'm eating it all by myself. No, same, same, same. Paying for it all by myself. I 
like for example, if I'm at Miss Ada, I know that I need two halloumi skewers. Like yes. that's just for me. That's, so yes. I'm going to say like, this is being ordered and that's what I'm going to consume. If you want more, that's going to be, yes. and I'm contributing right. to that as well. I'm just telling you, that's what my consumption is going to be on this. Right. So, so like, just know that. Know that going <laughs> Like tell me what, you know. Yeah, you exactly. do have to, kind of, like, for sharing with that, with restaurants that you frequent, you're like, I'm going to eat, if it's like, if we're at Rukla and you're like, I'm going to eat one of these whole salads personally. Yes. Just FYI. Yeah, so like, order if you another want salad, the table. let's get a second. Yeah. Because um, I easily, and the bowl, it comes up, it's so, it's like this big. I'm like, it's like, oh, it's like a salad. mixing bowl. I, I mean, when I make a salad at home, I make it. I make it in a mixing bowl. Yeah. Obviously. Because like, otherwise, no, it's a mess. Um, Yeah, I like to like, and I like being like, let's get cocktails, let's get wine, let's do after dinner drinks. I 100%. think we always get a dessert. Especially if you're with multiple people, because it's like, it's $8. I mean, now desserts are like 12 to $15, which is outrageous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's cake. Um, but like, if you each get like a couple bites of cake at the end of a meal, like, why wouldn't I do that? And like, it's such a low lift on in a group tab. I totally agree. Unfortunately, last night at Bonnie's was one of the first times in a long time where we we overordered savory so aggressively that, that I was like, didn't. I was actually that like happens. as badly as I want this dessert. It sounded incredible. I was like, I actually physically can't. We yeah. couldn't. I couldn't even do an after dinner drink. We had to go home. Wow. I, we ate so much. Wow. I was like, I actually can't. Not even an after dinner drink. I was actually. I, that I was actually. Like, kind I'm of, always like, this is medicine. <laughs> well, no, because normally I was like, I was kind of like, let's walk somewhere else and get another drink. Was like normally oh, what I'll say, but I actually was kind of like, oh, I actually feel really, Full. my stomach kind of hurts yes. like I ate, we ate too too much because we it was also the kind of thing where it was like we fucked up because it was like we I knew we were gonna get sent stuff because it was like someone made the reservation da, da, da. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. and I was like and then we ordered even though we thought I was like we shouldn't order this because like what if they send us something now it's gonna be too much food mm-hmm. and then sure enough they sent us two dishes and then yeah we were, and then we were fucked yeah that happens a lot and it's hard it's really hard but I will go back for the dessert. But that's yeah. the only situation in which I won't order a dessert. Yeah. I do like that more restaurants are, ha- like, that aren't, like, I'm a big fan of Servos. And I feel like at the beginning, they didn't really have desserts when they first opened. Kings and County doesn't have desserts. I yeah. was like, yeah. But, like, I feel like now more places are like, all right, just, like, make a pudding. And it's always good because I'm like, you just want some sugar at the end of the meal. Just something light, yeah. honestly. I want something, I want something kind of like I'm and this is annoying but like I do like love a sorbet I love a sorbet something that's a little brighter for me Mm -hmm. just to kind of cut through yeah especially because like I overeat same um constantly (laughs) at at, out at home like I overeat I'm eating too often I'm eating too much but like something and that's why I love like the world of like after dinner drinks and digestifs and tomorrows that like I'm glad they're cool now because I was always like do you have something that's gonna make my stomach not hurt anymore because I <laughs> ate an entire chicken <laughs> um. no I know it's like that that world opening up has been very healing I it always reminds me like when I was younger I had this fucking <laughs> gnarly this was like I'm talking I was like seven years old mm. I got like some sort of stomach bug and was like, it was like my first time as a kid being like really stomach sick where it was like constant vomiting. It was just like bad. And I was at my grandparents' house and I was like so sick. And my mom took me outside and sat on the front lawn so I could get some like cold, fresh air because I just like felt so When you're like in a stuffy bathroom all day. Exactly. And one of the neighbors walked by and she was like, hey, what's up? And my mom was like, like, oh, Jake's really sick. Like, and she was like, she was like, and her husband was German and she was like, this is going to sound fucking crazy. She was like, I feel like I know what she was like. She was like, give this child a tablespoon of Jaeger. Yes. And he will be fine. Obviously, I'm seven, eight. I've never heard of Jaegermeister in my life. Right. So my mom goes out and buys, because it was like, it was the kind of thing where like, I couldn't keep water. Like, I was really sick. And she's like, fuck it, I'll try anything. Right. Yeah. My mom goes and buys fucking Jaeger and gives gives me a tablespoon of it. Completely healed. Like, fine. Like, completely settled my stomach. I stopped vomiting. I was, like, drinking water within the hour. And That's crazy. Yeah, because apparently Jaeger was originally... Because, like, so many of those, like, bitter of drinks are medicinal. Or, are, yeah, they're actually to settle your stomach. Exactly. That's, like, the point of drinking them after a meal is to, like, exactly. maintain so a healthy gut. fast forward to me, like, a year later. So we always kept a bottle of Jaeger in the freezer for that express purpose. Yes. My mom, like, didn't drink Jaeger. Nobody drinks because she's not a college student. Like. <laughs> my mom's drink of choice is a Jaeger bomb with dinner. No, but like, so fast forward. <laughs> my so intense. It's like, as a server, every once in a while, and we'll be like, I'll be like, 
I would, when I was working in restaurants, I would go to take an order, be like, can I get you anything to drink with dinner? And so I'd be like, can I get a vodka Red Bull? And I'd be like, damn, okay. <laughs> That's going to pair with that pasta. Um, <laughs> Drinking Red Bull with food. Like, I, I never liked Red Bull. I'm a, I'm a Diet Coke purist. Um, respect. I totally respect that. But, like, I was never, like, a Red Bull person. Um, and just, like, when I taste, I'm just, like, I've had it sometimes. And I'm just, like, the thought of, like, Eating with it is crazy. I'm a Red Bull advocate. I actually love a sugar-free Red Bull, but okay. I also agree it should not be consumed with food. Yeah. No, but this, anyway, so I was like seven. My mom, my uncle got married and my mom hired our babysitter to come with us to the wedding to like watch us so that she could go to the um, the reception and party because yeah. she was recently divorced and I think needed to let us mm-hmm. steam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. sick and was in this hotel barfing, and I turned to this, like, 21-year-old, so this babysitter, oh I'm like, can you get me Jägermeister? And she literally was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm like this seven-year-old asking for Jäger. She has no context. She was like, truly why? And then, like, called my mom and was like, Jake's asking for Jäger? And my mom was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Did you ever end up, like, like when you got to college or like like when like Jaeger like I did my whole sophomore year in England mm, okay and Jaeger bombs were and still are like a much more like normalized thing there yes. like to order a Jaeger bomb in England is not like to order hit here I feel like crazy. watch that guy like yes. something's about to happen yes kind of normal over there I did a lot of Jaeger bombs in the bar like bars have glasses designed for it that right. are like a glass with a shot glass yes. built inside that of it, it. Like, yes yeah. it like so did a lot of them back then I'm thinking talking about it right now I can actually literally taste it and mm-hmm. it's making me feel a little sad. yes I'm a little nauseous yeah, <laughs> yeah I wish I had some Jaeger <laughs> I'm not really doing shots at all ever anymore I still That's am. actually not true. I'm saying would, that, and then I'm, like, thinking about how often at the X Lee someone's like, do you want to do a shot? And I'm like, actually, yeah, sure. Yeah, actually, I'll do it. Yeah, I... I'm not ordering shots, I'll say. I'm being given them, but I'm not I'm not ordering shots that often. It's uh, our friend Audrey. Um, God bless her. Is who I do shots with. Like, because, we'll, like, she's bartender. Like, we're always just like, oh, I'm just, like, having a beer. And then she's like, let's get a tequila shot since we're here. Like, just, like, <laughs> kind of, like, low-key always having tequila shots with her. Um, did it last night. Um, Where were you guys? We, um, I did their show at Dixon Place for um For trash. Rubbish. Oh, rubbish. I know it's like it's the same word <laughs> um, and then and so we like you know hung out there but it's not really like a bar you hang out at afterwards and so then totally. her friend had opened a place that was like call me Sally or Sally it's like a, just some place in the Lower East Side and God bless we just drank tequila Ugh. and beer it was really fun I love it I miss her I haven't seen her in a minute she is wonderful she's a true angel yeah. she's you want to have a night out she's also great at like going to restaurants and Bars. Yes, she's been. She's. I mean, she's been doing it forever. Yes, she's who brought me to Kindred. She is who brought you to Kindred. I yeah. forgot that. That is so true. Mm. Yes, <laughs> um, that is so true. That is so true. So for you, it's like dinner. So it's like drinks before. Then we're going to dinner. Then we're going to another drinks after. So it's like a yes. three location night. For yeah, you. I love a three location Same. night. I love a double dinner. Um, Natasha Walk us and through I, that. Natasha and I do that a lot. Um, or at least like we used to. But like we'll go somewhere and like eat a little bit. Like get like what most people would think is like dinner (laughs) go to another place and like we used to do it with um back in the day we would do servos then scars so we would sit at servos have like a lovely and i think this was like also a lot before like their chicken and fries the piri piri was on the menu so there wasn't as it was mostly shellfish and seafood so it wasn't quite as filling um so we would go and get like shrimp and oysters and clams or whatever and eat a bunch and like drink a bunch there and then we would walk around the corner to scars and sit at the bar and get natural wines and like a pepperoni slice as like a <laughs> you know and a little a little snack <laughs> i like that i like mixing cuisines and mixing savory me too i think that that's see i like because I, I wouldn't want like pasta and then pizza no so you know Absolutely. I really respect that because I think people get a little in their head about mixing savory. I think people yeah. are really confined to like, oh no, this is where I had dinner tonight. And it's like, no, you can really kind of go wherever and do whatever yeah, you, you want. Yeah, you could go eat, if you want to eat something, like I feel like fries do that for me a lot. Like eating some fries yeah. as like a secondary, you know, it's like go somewhere and eat. And then it's like, oh, like while we're here, like let's get some fries just to eat. Just a snack. Yeah. yeah. Just a snack. I tried to do that last night. I actually was, but I was, we were at Bernie's before Bonnie's and I was like, we should do the chips and dip. And my friend was like, we actually really shouldn't. Like, the food's about to be really intense bodies. And he was right. Yeah. And I'm I glad he, he... That's the kind of restaurant where you don't want to do... Like, where you want to, like... Thai diner is the same. Like, it's like, I don't want to have eaten, like, a little snack. Even, like, oysters. Some, well, no, oysters aren't real food. Um, Like, in terms of, like, me getting full. Yeah. Um, oh, no, no, no. Like, at all. Um, 
but yeah, that's the kind of place like Thai diner. Similarly, you're like, oh, I'm going to eat so much right now that like I don't need a, a pre snack and I definitely don't yeah. need an after anything. What I also love about the move about the bop is like you it makes you learn a rest or learn a neighborhood is what I mean. To say. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like if you go to like like it kind of te- like because okay so like Marsha Belsky has said that you and I are the two people that she will hit up for yes. like I'm going to this neighborhood and want this night like yes. what do and I I'm do? like oh here I'll tell you where to exactly go. and I'm the same way like and I do that for a million of my friends I'm sure you same. do too yes I am like constantly in charge of people's restaurant planning and they like they're like I'm so sorry this is so annoying I'm like no I actually live for this it's like Please text kind me. of the only thing I know <laughs> <laughs> like I can't help you with anything else in your the life the only thing I can help you with is if you are in Manhattan and need to poop I yes. can tell you where to poop <laughs> um, I know all the good public rest oh that's bathrooms. good that's good rest in peace the Gramercy Park Hotel it was the best. Hotel, people do not think about hotels in terms of public service that they do, no. which is the bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> the Gramercy Park, have I talked about this in the podcast? The Gramercy Park <laughs> Hotel bathroom was one of yes. my favorite places in New York City. <laughs> I'm not joking. That ba- First off, there's they have a little labo. They like pump that whole lobby with a little labo scent that is like sexual I to me. That. It's like sexy and it's dark. You, It's probably a... Th- it's probably like a 50-foot walk from the front door of the Gramercy Park Hotel back to the bathrooms. And for that whole walk, you get to pretend you're a rich person. Yes, that's fun. No one can stop you. Rich cosplay. <laughs> rich cosplay. And then you get to the bathrooms, and it, it was, I think it was like six. <laughs> it was like six private bathrooms that were full that rooms that would, I'm not joking, there are studio apartments smaller than them. They were enormous full-size rooms with locking private doors it felt like you were in someone's home it was and they were cleaned so regularly and no one knew about them because they were really tucked back so like there was oh my god it is the greatest lost city has ever known (laughs) that is devastating i love hotel bathrooms hotel bathrooms are yeah hotel bathrooms in the lobby and also the best part of a hotel room is the hotel Yes. Are you a hotel person? Of course I am. So I literally love hotels more than anything. I'm actually, this is my new soapbox that I'm getting on, is like we need to move away from the Airbnb for a litany of reasons, but I one mean, of which is hotels are just better. Hotels are always better. They are always better. I never want to be in an Airbnb. I don't want to be in somebody's stupid house. No, I, I don't want to read be- someone's fucking book of shadows of rules of how I have to clean the goddamn <laughs> kitchen before, like it drives me fucking Right, nuts. and it's like, it's like you get there and it's just like, oh, they don't have a can opener here or something. Like there's always like, Something also that I have. have to open a can here. Right. Like, let's go. Why am I opening a can? <laughs> why am I opening a can on vacation? Why am I opening a can? Why am I cooking? It's. I cook every day. Well, not every day. I mean, <laughs> three or four days a week. Don't lie. Mm. <laughs> but I do also enjoy cooking. Same. No, and I'm I do. good at it. Same. Um, and I know how to make good food. So, like, I like doing it. But I'm like, if I'm on vacation somewhere, I do not want to be. I say this a million times. I don't mind cooking. I don't want to do dishes. If someone. Mm. I want a private dishwasher. Wait. Never thought about that before. I guess I own a dishwasher, but like I want yes. a person to come and do it and put everything away. After. Yes. Well, I would say unloading the dishwasher is low key the worst task. My boyfriend called me out the other day and was like, do you know that you're really good at starting the dishwasher, but you have like never once unloaded it? And I was like, oh, I actually feel so sick right now. I can't talk. And I left the room. Like, I was like, this is not a conversation we're having. I hate unloading the dishwasher. And like living alone, it's like, oh, I guess I have to. Like, It's all the same t- as like folding the laundry where you're yeah. like, but I did. But I clean. I things. know. I currently have a dryer full of clothes that I've been like pulling a pair of underwear, a pair of socks out of like every day for a couple days, and I'm like, yeah. eventually, I'll have taken all of this out and worn it, and yeah, I will have to absolutely. put it all right back in. My boyfriend is very clean and tidy, so he's good about that stuff. And when he is out of town, the apartment. I would say I'm not exaggerating within 12 hours falls into a state that he would break up with me if he saw it. Like, I'm just like, especially because it's like, I normally have to be so good that when he's gone, I'm like, bad. like I'm bad. But I'm like, yeah, I'm bad. But it's like, I will do a load of laundry and then the clothes will sort of end up in a pile somewhere. And then I'm sort of pulling shirts out of it and putting them back in the dryer to get the wrinkles out for five yes. minutes and yes. then putting those on Love fresh. And that's, Love a fluff. Love a fluff. But that's how I'm doing my entire wardrobe for the week he's out of town. Is like, oh, yes. just like from the dirty pile, not dirty pile, but like the crumpled pile of right. clean clothes to a refluff and on. And that's yeah. happening every day. And that's great. And I think that's okay. Thank you for respecting you. I think that's okay. Everybody has to like live their life and take on exactly what they can manage. No, absolutely. I think we all learned about boundaries and limits in the last two years. Yes, absolutely. I keep saying that in emails where I'm like, I'm just, I'm still learning a lot about boundaries and limits. So no, <laughs> I'm not coming. <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> I hate helping people. <laughs> so it's like, can you help me move? And it's like, so I actually learned about my boundaries. Yeah, I have a lot of boundaries um, and they're all this way, pushing against you. Um, wait, I have a restaurant I wanted to talk about that Please, I this- forgot. I also like, my memory is um, 
bad. Yeah. So I don't like, people are like, oh, where do you like to eat? And I'm just like, hmm, what? I know. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm like, I've been to a Chili's once. Um, I, uh, Gage and Tolner. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So I, I'm dying so to go. I had wanted to go when they were first supposed to open in March of 2020. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, ah, oh, this place is never going to get made. Yeah. Gage and Tolner for the listeners is like this like old school in downtown Brooklyn. This old, uh, I think it's like landmark status. I believe so. I believe it is. It was um, open in like the 1800s. Yes. Like it's, it's a, a steakhouse, steakhouse. In, in like downtown Brooklyn. It is like ceilings are like 25 feet high. It is and they kept it all in the, like, they it just It looks like the Gilded Age. It looks like the fucking Gilded Age. It truly looks like the Gilded Age airs on Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Who airs on Mondays? Um, I'm watching, but I'm not liking. Um, I, I, it's, I mean, I watched it on a um, five milligram gummy, and I'll tell you that hit. Yeah. It was really good. Okay. That makes more sense. Because um, I'm sitting there being like, mm, what's happening? Louisa Jacobson, you changed your name, but we, we know what's happening. We know what's happening. Um... Gage and told so like it was the first place I dined inside after that's huge a really long after like since March 2020 that's it was huge. this was like you know last spring or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. once we were vaccinated and it was like okay we were all vaccinated let's eat in a restaurant because I, my personal choice was that I was not going to eat indoors until we had gotten to that point same um, but also I understand people were and f- good for restaurants I guess um. It was the first place I, we went with a group. It was me, Natasha, Andrew. There were like six or six of us, including one of the people we were dining with used to work at Fort Defiance, which uh, the owners of Gage and Tolner own Fort Defiance. Gorgeous. Um, which I love. I love I love Red Hook. I love Red Hook. Wait, I, okay. So we're going to talk about Gage and Tolner and, yeah, then, and then we're going to talk, talk about Red, Red Hook. Hook. We're going to talk Good. about, oh, okay. I'm having, I'm really excited. This is really fun. Do we have two hours left? <laughs> How much time? Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm like, what if this is all we did for the, for the rest of the time? I have a general at two, but I'll move it. <laughs> <laughs> a general. You should move a general. Um, it's like, no one cares. Um, the generals I've been on. Um, it, so we, I would say like, you have to go. I went with people who were all down for sharing, all restaurant people for the Every single person at Gage and Toner has told me you have to do sharing. You have to do sharing. It is not like some, I feel like some people think steakhouse and they're like, oh, we'll get some sides and I'm getting a steak. It's like, no, you order one of everything on the menu and you all have a bite of everything. Cause it is so, the thing on that menu, there are two things. There's (laughs) every single thing is amazing. There's a couple real standouts. And also like the bar is gorgeous. The wine list is impeccable. The cocktails. I had a Gibson, my favorite. I love a Gibson. I love a gin, like a gin martini, but like a Gibson I, has I, a cocktail onion in it. And I when I worked that. at Kindred, we talked about this in the podcast before, but when I worked at Kindred, um, I put a uh, chicken fat infused Gibson on the menu. It was so fucking good. Oh my God. I want so that. It was so fucking good. But it's like all classic. It's not like, you know, with a rinse of something. It's like, these are all like very classic, like cocktails of the era. That's that, all I want. That it's like mi- very mid-century even. Um, but we were dining with a person who used to work with, the people who yeah, own yeah. it, which is how we even got a reservation. Right. Um, and then Natasha's also friends with the pastry chef. And so like they took care of us very, very well. The clams Kimcino, it's clams casino with kimchi Fuck and bacon. Me. <laughs> I mean Oh my God. I like because we were like, we were like, oh yeah, those sound like it's like obviously they sound really good, but you know in practice, you never know. No. I think it's like the best bite of food I've had in the last five years. I also recently had the best bite of food I've had in the last few years. What? Popina. Okay. Bruschetta okay. in Brodo. <gasps> it was a thick, fat piece of filone that was like really aggressively toasted. Okay. Topped with a bunch of, I think, it, it was either ricotta or burrata. One, a soft white cheese. I love a soft white cheese. Arugula, a fuck off amount of prosciutto, and then put in a bowl of like really rich seafood broth. Oh. So it was like cheesy and fatty and then had this like briny broth like that was like light, slowly yeah. soaking up <gasps> into the bread and the bread was like crunchy but also soggy. Wow. It was the best, I think it's the best bite of food I've had in the past maybe year. Wow. Okay. Well, I need that. Yeah. Um, Go to the bar and just sit at the bar and get and that just get and like that a glass, and a glass of, wine. of wine. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the food is there. Like, of course. have dinner there if you want, but like if you just really want to have that, it's like an absolutely gorgeous place for a, a second dinner moment. It is. Oh, I love that. On your way to Red Hook. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, so Gage and Tolmer. So Gage and Tol- So the other thing that they have, okay, the two other little things that they have that are just like really amazing. Um, they have Parker House rolls that come out in a little, like, and they're like pure butter. The yeah, whole, like, that's what they're supposed to be. You don't need to put anything on them. You just, and they, they come to the table like piping hot in like a hot little skillet. Yep. Um, and then the way they do their hash brown 
is, and like they walked us through, because like I had seen a picture of it and I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I need this in my life. They, um, is this more they like cut it really thin and then it's like square? And then they, so like they cut, they, they, they slice potatoes super, super thin and like stack them on top of each other in like a loaf pan. So they're like stack them and then like, and there's like butter and I'm sure like cream and like all, you know, all kinds of delicious things. Yeah, I'm sure there's like bone marrow. And then they, you know, cook it. And then they slice it and then pan fry the slices. Fuck off. So it's like crispy all the way around and like, but not like mushy inside. It's still like potato, but it's so like light and cre- not light. I mean, it's truly potato and cream and butter and all this. <laughs> like no, want. but texture. And it's like super light. salty and just like, but you still get like a crunch on the outside. It is like one of the best potato preparations I've seen. Yeah. Um, and then they have baked a lot. Like the dessert menu is incredible. The steak is great. Like the, you know, we had the seafood tower, the pate. We we ordered, we went all out. Yeah. Well, um, that's what you're going to a place like that. It's like, this is, this is currently my thing is that I have three steakhouses that are like the top of my list of places I want to eat in New York. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I want to do it when I go, which means like. I need like $400. Well, that's what I'm saying. To do three of them, that's like six, $700. Yeah. And easy. that's. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's so, a lot of money. Um, I'm looking, I'll do an ad. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's looking to pay me to eat at a steakhouse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then also above Gage and Tolder, they also have opened a like tiki bar yes. called the Sunken Harbor Club. And it's, we got to go up there before it was open and like they kind of walked us around and like, you know, it's yeah. like the nicest way to go to a restaurant is when you're like, oh, oh we're friends of the owner. It's um, the best. It's it was, the best. but like. So I did like they weren't quite finished up there. They were still kind of like getting everything like ready for open. But it's like these incredible tiki cocktails, and it's like super. You feel like you're in a boat in a good way. Yeah, I was talking to one. I was talking to a couple of people that work there, and I was like doing an event with them, and they were telling me about like the entire, the amount of like work and effort and like thought they put into like the theme of that bar, and like so much. There's so they much had a detail. Whole story. The it's story, so and good. there's like a book. I was like. And it sounds, you could like view it as kind of lame, but it, the way they're kind of doing it, I'm like, this is actually really thorough and interesting and fun. Yeah. And also like, you definitely like get that from being there. You're like, oh, every single thing in this room was thought about like very carefully. And even like the way you get there from the restaurant and like the vibe, you're like, if you want to have a night, like where you like go up there, get a cocktail, hang out, go downstairs, spend all the money you have on the best meal you'll ever eat. Like that is definitely a night. I want to do that. I want to so, go back so bad. Yeah. I want to go back and sit at the bar and just get like some oysters the parker house rolls and the clams like yeah you know? that's like a fun bar i really want to do so yeah i really gage and tolner i'm dying to do keens yeah dying to do keens yeah and i made friends with the keens manager the other night which was really huge, huge for, for me congratulations um yeah and then i really want to do hawksmore the new one in have you heard about hawksmore no where um, is it hold on where's my phone i'm just gonna show you a photo it's this place in <laughs> it's in like union square area and it's this okay. british company that has been doing there's like a ton of Hawksmore steaks in the UK Hawksmore steakhouse in the UK but they took over this it, this old room in New York and I'm like I don't care what I eat there I just have to eat but in I this want room. to eat in this room mm-hmm. because it looks wait hold on god forbid they post a photo of the room on their Instagram <laughs> but it's like hold on hold on we'll cut this we'll cut the me looking for it <laughs> there's like did they take it down? There was a photo of their room. Hold on. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Look at this. This is the steakhouse dining room. <gasps> I mean, this is the most beautiful room I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I can't. Like, I've eaten in some beautiful rooms. I mean, this I was, is, it's breathtaking. This in is New the York? Nicest thing I've ever, yeah, in New York. It looks like it's, like, from both, like, the future and the past. It looks like where the <laughs> villains eat. Yes. In like a Bond movie. Yes. I love, love, love that vibe and like that real, like for Natasha's birthday this year, we, I'm just like talking about her like she's my wife. She's just my best friend in college. Um, <laughs> but we hang out together all the time. We we did drinks at the grill. Okay. Yep. And like none of us had ever been there. And we were like, that's Let's Carbone just... Steakhouse, right? Like the Carbone group? That's, it's in, uh, where is Am it? I right? It's like that? the pool, you know, the pool and the grill. Those two, like, yes. or, right? I I still don't, it's not an area of, like, restaurants that I'm super familiar with, because I'm like, this is, like, out of my world. Same. It's just, like, I don't know, I had, like, a $26 gin martini. Absolutely. And, like, but it was just, like, to sit at that bar, and we were like, do you have anything to, like, we had, like, two martinis, so I spent, like, you know, $100. Um, yeah, it's going to Bemelins or something. It's, like, yes. Bemelins, a favorite, where I'm like, it's worth it, because, like, we're just sitting and having a vibe. There were just, like, four of us just kind of sitting and drinking. We were like, do you have any, like, bar snacks? And it was, like, some almonds that were, like, 14 
<laughs> and they were like, no, we were like, do you have any bread? And they were like, no. It's like, like, oh yeah, women that you're come poor here is showing. don't <laughs> eat bread. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're like, I guess we'll get this crudite. And it came in like a mixed, I'll show you a picture of it after. It is the most outrageous presentation of crudite I have ever I'm seen in my excited. life. Okay. So it was really vertical. I'm excited. A crudite tower? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know. So moving away from luxury, we, let's talk about Red Hook. Let's really talk let's about really Red talk Hook. Let's really talk about Red Hook. Okay. It's time to talk about let's Red ha- Hook. Yes. The time has come. What? Walk me through your Red Hook. My Red Hook. Okay. I, so Why I you live, love it and yeah. I live not too far from it. Yeah, you're like a straight shot. I can shot. like walk there and like during, you know, the like stupid walk days of the pandemic, which I guess we're kind of still in, um, I would just like walk down there and back and would like listen to podcasts and be like, am I ever going to see somebody again? <laughs> um, dark days. Um, but then, you know, as like you could dine outdoors and especially as the weather was warm, I used to go down there a lot. I haven't because it's cold and it's just not a good area to be cold in. No, I mean, it's the wind is, it's Chicago. Yeah. Red Hook is Chicago. It's truly like so awful. <laughs> um, so I have like two different versions of my Red Hook. One is like the, the real good food. Like I love the Red Hook Tavern burger. It is worth it. Red Hook Tavern is really special. Like I don't eat burgers very often. I don't eat red meat very often even. So like to me, I'm like, I'll spend a lot of money on that burger. Cause like that's the burger I'm eating. And then I'm not eating another burger for six months. Like, right. so I'm like $26 is a lot. Um, my one complaint is they don't have good fries. That's tough. It comes with like potato wedge style fries. And I'm like, I need like a classic like McDonald's style. I fry. think everyone, everyone in life has a fry that's not for them, mm-hmm. and that's sort of your cross to bear, right? Yes, like if you, right. some people love that. Everyone has like one fry. Some people that's don't like, like a shoestring, some, you know. So that's actually a shoestring fry. Really drives me. I really nuts. don't like a shoestring. I'm fry. like a, sh- a fry that crumbles in my hand whilst I try to pick it up and dip it into ketchup is yes. a huge fucking issue for yes. me. Yes, yes. The it was a restaurant. The, this restaurant was a problem for a lot of reasons, but the fries at the Spotted Pig mm. were an affront to my life. Mm-hmm. I was like, I would rather be served a salad. These I, are so hard to eat. I don't want it. Like, I don't want there to be air between fries. Like, no, they, like, they shouldn't, you it, know, pile up in that way. My fries should not look like they could go in the MoMA. Yes. <laughs> yes. They shouldn't be architectural. No, there's in, no in architecture to my fries. No architecture to my fries. Yeah, absolutely not. Okay. So the Red Hook Tavern Burger. So Red Hook Tavern Burger, a hu- I'm a huge fan. Fort Defiance. Also, so I've never been, but I've heard good. And things. they've like pivoted and like now reopened. Like they were closed for a bit, yeah. obviously. In the, like, but even I think before the pandemic, they had closed down. I think because of the of Gage and Tolner, the shirts on Inside Out. All right, <laughs> <laughs> help. <laughs> um, Tequila shots last night. I mean, truly, thanks, Audrey. <laughs> um, but uh, I love the. Uh, I like to walk down there and get if it's warm out, get a frozen margarita at the Lobster Pound. When we had to go drinks, which I think we're getting back. We're coming um, back. I think we're getting back. And like take that and walk down to the tavern, Red Hook Tavern, pick up the burger, walk to the water, and sit and eat it on the water, just yeah. like on a giant rock. Ooh, okay, I love that. The other version of Red Hook that I love is I like going to the public pool. I am a New York City public pool advocate. I I have never gone to a public pool, but you are the third. I, th- I can think of like three or four people at the time who like, it's like one of those things, like the people who are into it, they're really into really it. Really into it. Like pool advocacy. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm a swimming person. Like I've all, like I was a swimmer growing up. I love swimming. I still swim at the YMCA, but like a public, a New York, everybody's like, oh, the New York city public pool. I'm like, they have regulations. You know who doesn't? The hotels. Yeah. Like the hotel, like the, the public pools of New York are 1000 times cleaner than the cleanest that the Williamsburg hotels pool has ever been. A hundred percent. Like a hundred percent. And they're like kept nice and cold. And like, they're just like, also cleanliness is not your issue in your pool. Just like you're swimming in bleach. Right. So like so, if yeah. anything, it's like bad for your skin, but like, cause it's, but I, yeah. I'm like, Germs are not the issue. You're swimming in bleach. Yes. There's more chlorine right. in there than you can possibly you, imagine. You have no idea how much chlorine is in there. It's so many parts per million. I was a pub. I was a public pool kid growing up. Me like too. my parent, I feel like my mom got divorced and was like, "I have these two kids for all the summer." Like, it's what? Like, and go swim. We got a public pool membership, and we would just go to the pool and swim all day. And my hair fully. I was a full blonde because oh, like yeah. the pool just it bleached just my hair every summer. The hell out of your hair. So I like to. Get my friend Andrew and I sometimes because like I live closer to a different public pool that's a lot easier. But sometimes making a day, go down to the Absolutely. public pool at Red Hook. They're open from like 11 to 2.30 and then they close from like 2.30 to 3.30 to clean it. So like go for the first few hours and then go down to Brooklyn Crab and like sit up in the upstairs. Like, look, do I think that the food there is good? No. Um, (laughs) Is it like the perfect place to sit and have like some popcorn shrimp and a frozen margarita. Also, I would not say the food there is bad. No, I agree. I guess you're Maryland, so you're probably, you're probably being harsher on the seafood. That's fair. Yeah, my seafood, you know, judgment is, 
is pretty high. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's like, it's not somewhere I would travel to just to eat. Yeah. But the vibe there on like a warm day, you could like see the Statue of Liberty, the water. You feel like you're at the beach. Yeah. So that's a fun day. So yeah, so mine mine would be similar. Okay. And I, what are some, yeah, what are some of your other I know there's like an incredible Thai place down there that I haven't so eaten. So I haven't been there yet either, but I've I really heard about that. Go. As well. Should okay. we go? Okay. Let's great. do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Plan great. made. So my favorite, so I'm a walker. Me too. Big walker. I live in Bedsty. I love all if it's nice out, I'll leave my house. Like I'll make a plan and I'll do this with um my boyfriend. I, I my one of my best friends, Holly, and her husband, Peter, they are, like, neighbors of ours. Mm-hmm. We'll all do a walk. Like, so a, a standard Saturday practice for us would be to walk to the Court Street Grocery in Carroll Gardens. Love And them. then if we're really feeling adventurous, instead of the Court Street Grocery in Carroll Gardens, we will extend to a walk to Red Hook. I love that. No matter which, if we're doing the Carroll Street, if we're doing the Court Street Grocery Walk or we're doing the Red Hook Walk, we're stopping by my demand at the French Tart Deli on Court Street. Do you know about this? No. It is a... French bakery on Court Street. Okay. Lay French tart. Okay. It is one of the most amazing places in the world. What? The best. What do you get? Okay. They are the best pastries I've had in New York. I would Whoa. say, like, the best, the croissants are, there is a strawberry and cheese croissant. It is like a okay. strawberry jam and cheese Danish yeah. filled croissant. There is a spinach and cheese croissant. Every, everything is amazing. The Madeleines, they have these I small, love Madeleines. Okay. Incredible. I think maybe my favorite kind of cookie. Yeah, they're incredible. For like little treat. They're incredible. Um, they have small tarts, like fruit tarts and jam tarts. And it's just like every, we all go, everyone gets one pastry, and then you just share bites, and we're all I eating pastries. That. And it's mm-hmm. like the perfect like mm-hmm. sustenance to get you to the to destination. Get to the next the thing. destination. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have to go. It's incredible. And they also, it's one of those places that like imports like every, so you can buy like all the stuff you can't get in the, the yes, European stuff. Yes, all the like European like little weird like oils and stuff. They sell even like that that European water that starts with a V like Volick or whatever oh, that like, yes. I'm like why do you need the water here? But like whatever. But, it's like, like but okay. But like respect. Yeah, yeah. But you can get like the pastas Thorough. and the pate. Yeah, yes, they really yes. have it all. And I it's, love that. Okay, great. Yeah, it's Good to know. Highly, there's usually a little bit of a line but they move it quick. Um, I like that. I respect it, that. It's really good. Highly recommend. So that's okay. my number one move and that's happening. Then we're walking. If we're going to Red Hook, it's either similar going to be stop at the Brooklyn Lobster Pound for a lobster roll. Yeah. Love a lobster roll. Love a lobster they roll. They do a great job. They do a really great job. Um, and then would walk to the water and just eat that and then hang out or and or maybe get a drink there. I also have, have you ever done a tasting at the Red Hook Winery? No, I've always wanted to. Very fun. Okay. Very fun. It's like 20 bucks. The wine is much better than I would have expected. Yeah. You know, and it's like interesting and they do a good job and it's a really fun vibe. Yeah. And it's like, it's quick and it's easy and it's on the water and it's like a great like hour and it's like 20 bucks and That's you drink so like fun. two Red glasses Hook of wine. Red Hook is so fun. People that don't go to Red Hook like have no idea what yeah. they're missing. And then, so then at that point, it's like if I've had a lobster roll and a little bit to drink, like, that's not enough food. So then either... Brooklyn Crab mm-hmm. or Hometown Barbecue, which are next. Oh yeah, time. Hometown Barbecue also a good spot. So then, and, and then that's like kind I of. I also like, love the um, Chelsea Gardens Plant Center down there. Oh, I've never been. It's really nice if you're looking for plants. Like it's just fun, but it's like because there's space in Red Hook. Yeah, you, yeah, They really like spread out, and there's like a lot you can just like wander around. Nice. So then I'll do. We'll usually do dinner or d- late lunch or whatever at Brooklyn Crab or hometown barbecue and then walking back up and then drinks at a bar in Carroll Gardens usually because I'm never in Carroll Gardens so yeah. then I'm like let's get drinks I really like Carroll Gardens love wouldn't want to live there no. love going out there yes so and then that's usually kind of the wrap up of the night is like we've had drinks there's a new um Frankie's yes. has turned that next that property into a store. little wine bar Phenomenal. I haven't been yet, and I really highly recommend. I was so, like supposed to go, and then we ended up like pivoting to a different neighborhood, and it was like, well, whatever. Um, we, the fact that we're already at fifty minutes is insane. This went by so I mean, I can do this all day. Fast. No, but yeah, that's actually literally the day. Me and my friend Holly went. We did the Red Hook Winery, and then we went to Brooklyn Crab, and then we ended up at that Frankie's Bar, and it was, it was just like nice, like a really a yeah. nice day, and like some good little snacks there, and like good wines, and, and you kind of what you. The walk, you, the walk pays off because it's not as expensive down there as it is in other, like. Yeah, it's true. You're saving a little bit of money. Yeah, but like Red Hook, like things can't be midtown prices, you know? No. It's, I mean, Red Hook Tavern is expensive. But that's, okay, but that's, that you know what you're getting when you right, go there. Right, but like you, like, it's not like, oh, let's get a burger here. Oh my God, $26. It's like, no, it's like, and it's a destination. Yes, exactly. You know, you know what you're going for. You're a Court Street Grocers fan. Have you been to the High High Room? No, what's that? It's, uh, they own a restaurant in... I guess it's Borum Hill. Um, it's on Smith Fuck. and Bergen. And it's just kind of like, 
it's a very I believe I believe it's them. I'm 99 okay. sure it's I believe them. you. Um, it's a great little spot. They have the best backyard that was like. They have a backyard that was like original, like before. Like we got to find a way to eat outside. It was like very yeah, planned. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's big. It's heat. Like it's really nice. But like great oysters, great little snacks, really good fries. Okay. So like I go there sometimes um, with uh, my friends Josh and Robert, and we'll just like each get some stuff to snack on. They're like their chicken wings are chicken soup flavored. Um, okay. Instead I'm of obsessed. like a buff- yeah, they really like. Everything is like just thought about enough more yep. than just like an average, like which is if, a court street sandwich. To be exactly. honest, exactly. Yeah. Yes, it's like they really think about things, and like it's they have great cocktails. Nice. So, what, do you have a court street order? Like, what's your court street order? I really like the breakfast sandwiches. Okay, respect. I like the one that's like um, egg and cheese and some kind of something spicy and bacon and like it's just like. Nice. I just love, I love a breakfast. Or maybe there's chorizo on it. I think sense? that sounds right to me. Yeah, yeah, I never get the breakfast sandwiches. I love a breakfast so. sandwich. I'm a, a staunch, dedicated um, turkey delight. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love it's, a turkey sandwich. I have love you a turkey had the sandwich. turkey delight? I haven't. It's like a turkey What's ribbon with coleslaw instead of um, oh, wow. kraut okay. oh, and wow. sour pickles. Oh, wow. Okay. It's really fucking beyond. Special. Yeah. I know. Every then, sandwich there is so special. So special. And then the um, the celery soda. Have you dabbled in the... Oh, it's perfect. That's like up my alley. Like, you know, I, I like things that are disgusting, um, I guess, is like yeah, my Yeah, if someone's taste. like, this is gross, I'm like, I'm I like, probably, well, I'll probably like, it. like it. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. like the super bitter drinks. I like kind of like food that's, you know weird like raw food like you know i'm a i'm a, I'm a raw seafood person i'm a you know i'm a horseradish person I'm, absolutely know. yeah yeah i my only yeah i'm usually down for anything yeah. there's very few i'll give things. anything like a try oh absolutely i what are your food not like i have like two or three things where i'm like i don't like that get it away from me and everything so else i'll eat I, so i hate that i'm allergic to shrimp specifically oh, shrimp sucks. all other seafood safe though so i'm like ripping clams i'm ripping oysters you're so all sad right. for me yeah but i can do crab i can do lobster i can so, do everything okay at least you're not like i have friends who are like allergic to shellfish and i'm like no, no, you no, should no, kill no. yourself no no, no. Yeah, yeah i would really i mean i live in and i think i eat shellfish a lot because i'm like you better stay used to this fucking shit you're not getting allergic to this yes yes um so i have a shrimp allergy that's annoying that's a bummer um I have the thing where cilantro tastes like soap. Oh, that sucks. I'm a big cilantro. I, yeah, and the thing is, I kind of, it's just like, you pick it out and I can kind of ignore it. Like, it's not, I'm not like insane about it. I'm like, it's my cross to bear. So those are my two like really annoying things. Outside of that, I can't really think of anything that I'm like, oh, this is specific. Gouda is one of my, wait. don't like it. Okay, so here's what I was going to say. Gouda Maybe my favorite cheese. Wow. Okay. Smoked <laughs> so Gouda. Misread. Smoked <laughs> Gouda. Really bad. Yeah. And I think smoked Gouda has like is like what people think of, and I'm like I don't like that, but like an aged yeah, Gouda aged, to me like, is or like phenomenal. A, like a goat Gouda, I like. She's not all the. I just love a Gouda, and mm-hmm. I think smoked the Gouda smoked, is really. I bad. don't like. Yeah. I, it's like I don't love like like a smoked ham either. Like smoke in general is a flavor that isn't. I'm not like. I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm like anti it, but smoke is not a flavor that I'm going to get excited about. I'm like, ooh, that's smoke. I'm going to do it. And like, like, also then it like ends up being sweet somehow in a way that I don't want. Usually well, because like, to balance bacon, out smoke, yeah. people always like add sweetness because like, you, and I'm just like, I don't want that. Yeah. Um, smoke is my least, like that's, it's not a flavor that is super, I mean, obviously I'll do like bar- Southern barbecue or whatever and like sure. I'm down. I, yeah. But I and like, like, I love mezcal. Like it's a smoky, you know. Yeah. I love mezcal too. I guess like, but I think sometimes when like, Dishes say that they have like a smoky barbecue sauce. I'm like, I don't it's often, that. Yeah, it's often going to be tough for me. Yeah, those are kind of my only things, though. I think everything else, I'm like down for. What about you? I very controversially um, do not eat ketchup. Whoa! Like, don't, like, like I like there aren't like if, even on a burger or a fry. I don't eat okay, it. Heard. I don't like like when we order fries. Like I get so anxious that somebody's gonna just dump a bunch of ketchup on them. Damn. Like I'm like I'm like always paralyzed. I'm like don't put ketchup on. And they're like what? Okay, like we're not going to. Nobody would just do. That's like a psycho move. Are you move. eating them raw or yeah. is there? Okay. Or like or like if there's like an aioli or a mayo or whatever. But okay. like I just like will eat a fr- raw. <laughs> clean. Fair. clean. Um, okay, sure. I eat it clean. Um, when I was younger, I didn't really like ketchup, and I probably would have grown to like it if my mom hadn't recognized that and then used it as punishment when I would so, lie because yeah. I was a pathological liar as a child, <laughs> <laughs> which is, I think, the makings of a comedian. And every time she caught me in a lie, she would make me eat a spoonful of it. So I have this, like, really emotional... Oh, you approach. have, like, a Pavlovian training to yes, not eat ketchup. She, That's like, very trained valid. me to, like, hate it, and, like, I'd be crying, and she's like, eat it! <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> my mom is not abusive. She's wonderful. But like, that was something she was like, how do I make this kid stop lying to me about every single thing that happens? Yeah. 
So ketchup to me is like the thing. Everything else, I'm like, yeah, like I don't like a ham sandwich off, but like a really good ham, like a ham and cheese croissant, like from like an actual. So what I had for breakfast today, French place, like yeah. that's different. But like, just like deli ham. Yeah, my other thing my is that my other thing is like I'm actually ugh, people are gonna get mad at me for this probably. I mean, I'm like it. not super excited when I see like a super cheesy creamy pasta. Like, me neither. Like, if someone's, like, a five-cheese mac and cheese, I'm like, that is, to me, not worth what's going to happen to me. Agreed. And I'm not even that dairy sensitive. Same, I'm, just, I'm just like, like it's, it's going to make, make me feel like. It's going to make my stomach hurt. Yeah, and, like, there are, I, and I'm not, like, a health nut. Like, I'm eating. Right, I but I'm like, eat, it's like, just not, and, like, an Alfredo, no, not exciting to no. me. No, oh, like, white cream sauce, like, does not do it for I actually me. pretty much will never order, the only cream sauce I would ever order and do love is a vodka sauce. I do like but a vodka But that's sauce. not, like. The same. It still has like the tomato in it. It still has like the bread. Like it's the not vodka. Just, like right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like it's still better. Yeah. Than just like a like, white cream sauce. Where I'm like, is this just cream yeah. and butter? Like when people are posting. Like when I watch. Like when I hate watch like TikTok restaurant review mm-hmm. videos, which mm-hmm. is a thing mm-hmm. I do too much. Mm-hmm. It'll be like the lobster mac and cheese. I'm like, you couldn't. Pay, like no. I'm sorry. That's like that's wa- disrespectful to both mac and cheese and to lobster. Thank you. I'm like, why are we doing this? Don't like, put lobster, lobster and cheese. Lobster is like really just like eat lobster or eat a lobster roll. And I will, a lobster pasta. A lobster pasta. I will say, um, when I was in college, we went to Mexico, but not like Cancun. We went to like San Diego. My friend lives in San Diego, Natasha. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Natasha, I'm sorry. This episode's going to be called Natasha. Natasha. Um, (laughs) And we, um, a group of us, we, we flew out to San Diego and then we drove down just to like Baja, California. Oh, like, sick. you know, so we went to like this little seaside town. Like, it was not like spring break, woo! Like, yeah, but yeah. we were still drunk the whole time. Um, on the way back, we stopped at this little like restaurant, like on the water or whatever, and they had lobster quesadillas. And I will say that was good. Well, that, but the, again, and it's again, like, that's like the cheese is accenting. I'm like looking at lobster mac and cheese and I'm like, this shit is swimming. Yes, exactly. And Whereas, that's like, not this where it's lobster quesadilla, it was, like, a fresh-made tortilla, like, they had fresh salsa. I was like, it was, like, I was, like, this is the right application of, like, putting lobster. And also, like, th- you're on the ocean. Like, you're, like, yeah, right. I should get, it'd be crazy to have something that didn't have seafood in it. Like Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I think we, I don't think we think, because, like, we're, like, Mexican food should have a lot, like, coastal Mexican food is probably very seafood-focused, but yes. we just are used to, like, the chicken, the carnitas, and the al pastor, but it's, like, obviously yes. if you're on the seafront, right. get There's the seafood. seafood. Yeah. Yes. So, that was, a, that was my one exception to, like... That kind of thing, which which is like crazy because I grew up in Maryland. Like crab dip, there was crab on everything you ate. Yeah, like you like I remember going to Whole Foods, which like has its own like you know global menu where everything yeah. is the same, and picking up a sandwich and it was a chicken sandwich on a croissant and there was crab on it. And That's I was like, okay, so intense. <laughs> yeah, but like crab dip is like cheese and ma- like it's a creamy dip with a ton of crab in it. I make it at home for like special occasions yeah. and like it's just like an iconic important part. And like to me, it's very similar to a lobster mac and cheese, but it's not presented as that idea. Well, I also think it has like a cult. Like crab dip is like an iconic dish. Lobster mac and cheese feels like this thing that we all decided was okay ten years ago. Yeah, and, like, and it's we not need, okay. It's, thank you. It's not okay. Thank you. I don't. These like mac and cheese restaurants in general. I guess that's what we're ending on is that I'm anti mac and cheese restaurants. I also like, don't love. I mean, mac and cheese is also like not my first choice for a side. It's maybe just, with barbecue, like when you get like a little bit of mac and cheese, just because you're would like rather oh, have macaroni salad. I love macaroni salad. I would not agree. But. Okay, no, I respect that. Mm-hmm. I love mac. When I was in college, there was a restaurant, not a restaurant, a grocery store. I lived. I went to college in Burlington, so we had this like incredible mm. grocery I love store. Burlington, it's the best. Good restaurant town. Yes. Um, they had a mac sal that was like really, really delicious, and mm. I was broke, and you could get like a pint of mac sal for like two bucks. Yeah. So I had that for a lot of meals, that and makes I sense. never got sick of it. So I just love a mac sal. But no, also the thing about mac and cheese is like I'm not gonna lie to you, everyone. Like the homemade ones are delish, but like if I'm gonna do it, like I do want craft, yeah, or Annie's, right? Annie's, like the box, Annie's. okay, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, I, I guess like even the best mac and cheese, I'm just like okay. Like, yeah. it doesn't really excite me in the way that, like, other sides could. Yeah, like, when I was at Bonnie's last, like, I think I'm just, like, in general, more drawn to, like, briny, sweet and savory, acidic things. So, like, at Bonnie's last night, all the food was amazing, and we got the cacio e pepe, which was, like, it's, like, a cheesy noodle. Right. And I was, like, I had, like, a couple bites of it, and I was, like, this is good, but, like, actually, I literally don't care, because, like, everything else is so much more my vibe. Yeah, you know? I get that. I get, it's, like, I like a couple bites of something like that, but it's also not... Yeah. I don't know. Also, if like, if I want something like super, like I want a mozzarella stick instead of, like I'd rather have a mozzarella stick than a mac and cheese. Yeah. Cause it's about a texture. It's a little mushy. It's about a texture and it's crunchy on the outside. And then yeah. you're also getting a marinara dip. 
yeah. Ooh, okay, so now actually, wait, this is where okay, we're going to land because okay. where we have to go immediately is you and I are going to go to Bernie's because it's the best mozzarella stick. I really, like, I've been hearing people talk about it. I've been seeing we'll it. We'll do gin martinis and mozzarella sticks. Okay, done and, and done. And then they have a and then we'll go to Red Hook. Perfect. Thai food. We'll just jump on the G. Oh my God. Wait. Okay, we're going to do this. Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay gorgeous. Yes. See yes. you later. This is the plan. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Going Out with Jake Cornell. If you could please go and rate and review us on whatever you're listening to this on, that would be really gorgeous for me in a huge way. So thank you. And now for some credits. Going Out with Jake Cornell is recorded in New York City and produced by Keith Beavers and Katie Brown. The music you're hearing is by Darby Seasai. The cover art you're probably looking at was photographed by M. Cooper and designed by Danielle Grinberg. And a special shout out to Vinepair co-founders Josh Mallon and Adam Teeter for making all of this possible. <laughs>